It caught on in a flash. They played the mash. They played the monster mash. I'm Luke Summerhays. I am James G. Miles. I'm Andrew Rice. I'm James the Jaster Stewart. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's episode, we're hunting the Zenogar. Ooh. Fanged wyverns whose bodies are streaked with electricity. Sharp claws and strong limbs allow them to thrive in mountainous terrain. During hunts, they gather numerous thunderbugs to boost their power and enter a supercharged state. Before I played uh, any Monster Hunter game at all, Zenogar was actually one of the three monsters I'd heard of. Ooh. The, game. the other two being Raphalos, as you'd expect, and the other one being uh, Devil Joe, because he's quite well known. But yeah, Zenogar was the other one, just because he's, and again, one of the series' probably biggest monsters, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's quite he popular. is a popular dude, yep. Cool, dude. Who was the flagship for? So he was the flagship for oh, Monster oh, Hunter Portable Third because oh, it didn't have the underwater sections, and they didn't want to. They didn't do what they did in Generations and just like neuter the um flag Ligyacris. So they made Zenogar as like a land Ligyacris. Fair enough. Yeah. Land. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty he's... safe <laughs> description. <laughs> different enough. Yeah, he's a uh, cool monster. Bit... I like fighting him. Yeah, I do as well. There's bits of Rajang in him. Um in terms of like the charge, the kind of Dragon Ball Z power-up. Um, Especially now that we've actually got a land Ligyacris and Zenogar shits all over it. Well, so I mean, I think that the biggest thing is is that the land became a bit more like the Zenogar almost when it came to land. Like, so they would have been much more different if you compared, like, Tri's Ladge to yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. the Zin. But, it, it, yeah, obviously it's, the gap's got smaller and now Ladge just looks a bit lame. Does he not share some moves of like Nargakuga, like a tail slam and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, vaguely enough. Slipping and slamming. I've like seen a hole a, a, a little bit, like with the way with the Geocrist and stuff like that as well. Because like, what do they do if they want to bring uh, the Ivory Geocrist back? Because his move sets exactly the same as normal Geocrist now. I yeah, mean, I assume they just wouldn't. We bring him back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I suppose, but. Maybe give him an extra type or something. Yeah, I mean, maybe if they go back to water, that's the thing. There's nothing to stop them going underwater, especially if they're going on a more, like, capable console. No, it wasn't underwater. It wasn't really that popular, was it? I didn't mind that. I don't know. I I never saw it. If they just had it here and there instead of trying to make it, like, a big thing, Mm -hmm. I'm sure people wouldn't mind. If it was just for a couple of monsters they brought back, that'd be cool. Um, That's not the Zenoga, though. <laughs> he very much does not go underwater. That's why he exists. <laughs> um, so, so he's, he's a big electric wolf. Yeah, I was about, 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 about exactly. What I was going to say there. He's a he's a wolf. Um, Andy was disputing that. I, yeah, I mean, I can't episodes. I can't say like that. I think he's anything else. I just I, I've never seen him as a wolf. That was what I was going to ask you. Like, what, if he's not a wolf, then what is he? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. He, he, yeah. he's, he really doesn't come across as wolfy to me. I, I don't He's know. I mean, dog. <laughs> big friendly dog that you know flips around and charges at thunder. I think if you looked at just a stationary picture of him, you might not think he's a wolf, but it's his movements and stuff and his howl and everything. Yeah, I guess that's that's pretty fair. He does does have a kind of a very proud, nonchalant walk. Yeah, the way he struts around sometimes before he gets involved. And in cutscenes they've given him in the past as well, like he's usually like. Like a moonlit backdrop, and he's like howling here on the moon, so it's pretty obvious from like, the cutscenes they've given. Yeah. 
Who does he scrap with in the Generation Central? Hey, um, Mizzini. Yeah. Mizzini. Interesting to say that. We'll come to that in a tech, I'm sure. But, uh... but um, obviously, as well as being Wolf, he is actually like one of the few monsters that's very specifically based on something from Japanese mythology. Oh, right, what's that? That is the Raiju, which is a yokai, which is normally drawn as like an electric wolf. Ah. And it's... I sort of Raichu for a second. There. Well, it's actually what um, do you remember the one of the legendary dogs, Raikou from Pokemon? Oh right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. based on the Raichu. Fair enough. But yeah, it's um, yeah. it travels as ball lightning, so it's sort of. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. Was on a connection yet again? Yep. Because uh, Raichu is because it's they put together Rai and a mouse noise. Mm-hmm. So but, I really yeah. wish they didn't, you know, taken one of the elements of the Raiju and incorporate it into the Zenogre. I'm just reading this off the Wikipedia page here, saying that uh, one of Raiju's peculiar behaviours is sleeping in human navels. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently in Japan it's a tradition like you tell kids to cover up their belly button during thunderstorms. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, great. But yeah, sometimes so, if you look at like old like paintings of the Raiju, it actually looks like Zenogre. It's not often they take a monster and, you know, have it directly tied to you know, it's not inspired by mythology but yeah i mean other than like obviously like the wyverns and stuff are you know just pretty traditional dragons but more specific ones like that are quite rare his name doesn't really tie into raiju at all I suppose if it's that distinct no i mean where, where does his name come from um i'm not actually sure i know that Zinoga is like one of the is literally just the japanese name is Jinoga. And they changed it from like Western languages, but I can't work out what Jinoga means. Jinoga that loves. <laughs> well, I know, I know. Hey. Good one, that? Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> My time to shine. Is it Ogre who likes gin? Okay, so the gin. Yep. Here we go. The gin comes from the Shinto god of lightning and thunder, Raijin. Ah. Uh, so I don't know where the ogre comes from. Must be a naming thing. Yeah. Um. Where the gin part comes from. Right, because Raiju is um, the like the yokai we talked about earlier. He hangs around with the god Raijin. There you go. So they, yeah, they're tied together. Apparently, Uga Ogre um, is pertaining to fangs. Okay, cool. there you go. Yeah, but there is no official kanji for its name. So we were talking about his design earlier. Um... One of the big uh, Monster Hunter bosses uh, by the name of uh, Shintaro Kojima. He um, was on record in an interview saying that the Zenogre, they were initially unsure if it was going to be a wolf or a fox. And then they're going more with the wolf-like design. And they kept some of the design elements they were thinking of incorporating into the Zenogre. And then used that for the Mizutsune. Ah. Kind of the fox-snake hybrid they were kind of thinking about doing for the, uh, uh, for the Zenogre there. And... Uh, so they took that elements and just chucked into that. Mm. So that makes so sense that Suzuni is also in the Misty Peaks. Yeah, yeah, and that's why they're sort of their rivals, well. Fox and yep. Wolf. Very and cool. And again, kind of um, linked to Japanese mythology and things like that. So yeah, I've just thought, presumably in Japan, foxes and wolves are considered rivals because if you look at Star Fox, uh, yeah, you've got your yeah. boy Fox McCloud and uh, Wolf O'Donnell. So yeah. Not got any evidence for that, but I'm assuming that is a cultural thing. That's just not quite translating. (laughs) (laughs) So his title is the Usurper. 
and obviously like a lot of his weapons are called usurpers oh, yeah. this usurpers that um which is i think partially a joke on the fact that he usurped the the Gyacris. but also you tend to meet him in um Rathalos and Rathian areas, so he's like scared them out of their nest. Oh, really? So he's, yeah, he's like the usurper, because they're the king and queen. He's the usurper to their throne. He is the uh, Robert Baratheon of Monster Hunter. So the Zenoga has a subspecies. You've got the Stygian Zenoga, uh, named for the River Styx, which is mm. the river into the underworld in Greek mythology, um, because he's based on a hellhound. A.K.A. the coolest monster in Monster Hunter. <laughs> You're so rich, It's funny that like, one of these place <laughs> names like, makes in, in call him like, an overlord, when it should actually be edgelord. <laughs> so yeah, the Stygian... I, I... I mean, I'm not, you know, jokes aside, I still think the monster design is really, really cool for a subspecies. Like, the subspecies we've chatted about thus far have been kind of just recolors. Yeah, I mean, one of the better ones. he so is. Changes as well. I was going to say, yeah, visually, he is just like a black and red recolor, which is pretty cool. But then by giving him the dragon type and the red lightning and making his move, his, like the way he, he recharges while he's walking around, mm-hmm. just adds even more to that sort of cool prowl that the Zenoga has. Yeah, it just struts about, does not give two shits. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing that I suppose we'll talk about this now applies to the regular Zenoga and the, the demon we'll talk about today as well. The Zenoga, when he powers up, he's not actually, you know, like charging the energy inside himself. He's calling bugs to him. Yes. Which I never really spoke about at all. Um, so the regular Zenogar brings, I think they're called Fulgar Bugs? And Fulgar he has mean... Thunder Bugs normally, and then high rank and upwards he has Fulgar Bugs. Ah, right. Cool. And the Fulgar Bugs are unique to Zenogar. Cool. And the, I think they're called Dracophage Bugs or something yeah. like that? For yeah. The, for this, for this Stygian. Um, well, I think it's a really, a really cool element, because if those guys aren't around, then Zenogar's fucked, isn't he? Can't do anything. Yep. And also, his, the whole charge up thing, kind of unique to the Zenogar in the way that you can interrupt him. And knock him back down to a like weaker level, which is very video gamey, but it still makes the fight a bit more unique than any other monster. Can you do that with uh, Rajang, or just to deal with him being super sane? Um, I'm not I sure. Think That's... I don't know, but maybe it would be possible. But it's just he does it so quickly half the time. It's just... Whereas compared to like an ogre, like he's usually just sitting in one spot charging up. So yeah, you can you can see that he's whereas, charging. Whereas Rajang would just do it instantly. You need you need to be like really lucky, I'd get I'd guess like, to get the right Fair enough, fair enough. Do the regular Zenogers like lightning balls? Do they home in like the Stygians do? No, I think he just shoots them out. They're not a little bit. I thought they they just go, I mean, I think he aims them. Pa- pattern, like the Zenogers, but like ah, it's only Stygians yeah, ones that home in. Do a big arc, don't they? Yeah, that's right. Sometimes so... he'll, he'll just walk as well, and then. You'll put up orbs all around them and then they'll shoot out. Those orbs, are they meant to be the bugs? I mean, I assume it would be a collection if that's what he's firing. Like, because surely that is what's causing the strikes and shit in the first place when he's sort of charging up. I think it's more that the the bugs, like, have power in them and, like, they come and basically, like, 
by being around them or he's storing power. I think it's still there's an ogre firing at like electricity and or dragon blight and stuff like that. Mm. Um, you had a quote about the Zenoga, but Monster Hunter producer Ryozo Tsujimoto said that the Stygian Zenoga was one of his favourite monsters, due in part to its yeah, colour scheme it's... and the fact that the Zenoga is already cool looking. Yeah. Brilliant. And then finally, we've also got, as of Monster Hunter Generations, a deviant of the Znoga. The Thunderlord. Yeah, he's no Stegian, is he? He's just, he's green and yellow, and he's got a big horn. (laughs) To be honest, having fought the Stygian now, the Stygian feels like more of a deviant than the... Thunderlord? The Thunderlord feels like the traditional sort of subspecies. Yeah, Thunderlord, he's, he's, like, he's big time, he's like, know, more like... aggressive and he charges, seems to charge a lot quicker and more often. I'd say that was more deviant, like, getting yeah, angrier and stuff than being a totally different element. Like... Yeah, I think the Stygian just feels like a different monster, whereas the Thunderlord is a Zenoga, like, turned up. Just a very powerful Zenoga. Because is that not the idea of the Deviants, is that they're Monsters yeah, that have survived being yeah, hunted. Superpowered. Yeah, it's kind of like the the way I've looked at it is, it's their equivalent to giving the the monsters like hunter arts. Yeah. They usually have like supercharged moves that they can pull off. Well, the um the Zenogas charging feels a bit like a hunter art anyway. Yeah. But then yeah the um the Thunderlord, it's got similar attacks, but just when they hit you, they're taking off like seventy percent of your health. He's a strong boy. Made me faint in that quest. We a noob. Yeah, I mean, shut up. I know, the Stygian made me faint, so I can't talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> shut your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the whole Zunogar is the coolest monster thing, um, the description, as most of the deviants are for the um, Thunderlord, is particularly brilliant. They are very poetic, aren't they? As an ogre robed in lightning, the king of the, thun- the the king of the thunderwolves is a legend, and it's got in quotes here, with one howl, the heavens loose a thousand flashes and ten thousand peals of thunder. Approach it not, anger it not, for the wrath of the thunderlord shows no mercy. So quite clearly, your man Sujimoto's had a play at that. I want to write that. Want to write that? An so cool. It's part of his Zenoga fanfics. <laughs> just a wee, just a wee snippet excerpt. <laughs> but I mean, fair play to him. The Zenoga is very cool. There's a reason people get excited every time it's announced for a new game. Yeah, I think I'd be disappointed if it doesn't show up in uh, five. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a cool guy. He does seem he's, he's a... going to be the monster that's going to be like consistently in every monster on our game, like Rathian and Rathalos. It's like from each generation, there's a new one that's in every subsequent generation. So obviously, Rathian and Rathalos, yeah. then your Tigrex, and now Zenoga. And catch a watcher from four. And on top of Me- that, him being really cool as well, he also has like really cool music. Yes, he does. he's. He does. Um, Jay was saying about how the Zenoga was one of the few monsters he's heard of before he'd played Monster Hunter. He's the one whose music you'd shared with me a few times before I got properly into Monster Hunter, uh, with good reason. 
Here's a banging tune, as the youth say. Certified banger. So uh, next week, Monster Mash will be playing a game of Eeny Meeny Miny Mo Catch a Tigrex by its toe, as we, of course, hunt the Tigrex. So join us for that. Uh, if you want, for whatever bizarre reason, to get more of this nonsense into your ears, you can find us on iTunes, on whatever you use into podcast. We're also on Twitter, at Monster Mash Pod. We're on Facebook, we're on YouTube. Just search for Monster Mash Podcast. And uh, tell some of your friends. Give us a rating and a review. Five stars. Like and subscribe. All that jazz. And uh, please tweet at AndyMan949 your favourite My Chemical Romance Edgelord lyrics. Oh, Matt, thank you for listening! See ya! Oh, hello, Zanagas. You see this guy, or Rajang, is the most Goku monster he is. Oh, Rajang. Sorry, Rajang, because he, he, like, properly... Changes colour and shit. Doesn't it? Also, because remember the Saiyans do turn into monkeys as well. And yeah, he, changed, he goes from brunette to blonde. He is lagging out. Get away that cold Stuck in my head, mate. I had the Pirates of the Caribbean stuck in there for quite a while earlier. You like the flavour, though. He is a G rank weapon. Way. It's probably on the tail, really. Rather than the head. Not going to do too much KO with a fucking jewel sword. Can't believe I've got a second mount already. Fucking Mountain King, mate. Yeah, the mission is up, Told you, man, this is my fucking game. Fuck off! What are you doing that close? <laughs> Freaking me out. <laughs> Yeah. Like we like we synced up there and Anthony and Megan Chris. I fucking calm the fuck down, lads. I'm I'm a busy lad. I've got shit to do. Have you fuck? Oh, if I'm gonna fucking get my sword out, gotta get my fucking tits out. I got my sword out right here, lad. Wee. Fucking stab you with it. Wee. Wee. Let's be real, guys. Big dog. Green, green and gold's an ogre. Not as cool as black and red, you <laughs> Just because you're an edge lord. I'm not a fucking right, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> I need to get a bed. <laughs> it's too late. My- Ten past eight, Andy, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's been a very long day. Andy, I literally started work at 6am today. So did I. Well, what? Seven, but... So no, different time. <laughs> I woke up at six. Different number like, of hours. Listen, Andy, <laughs> Andy works <laughs> on the No, but I got out at fucking half five. Like, I'm sure, sure you got out fucking ten, ten six. earlier than that, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah, I got out half three. Yeah, so shut the fuck up. And then came here oh, and played oh, Monster Hunter. Oh, he's angry. Angry man, nine four nine. <laughs> I'm gonna die here. Man, can you? Uh, oh, no, I was stunned. I was stunned. Ah. I think oh, my armor. Oh. This is an ogre stunner. Let's all just go Smoke a lovely bomb. You're two years younger than me, Andy, but you're so fucking old. (laughs) (laughs) 
bedtime at eight. <laughs> Doesn't understand what a drug is. I've had an entire weed, lads. Oh yeah, now it's capture. He just fucking hit me and did damage, and it still didn't knock me out of a stun. What dickhead? Oh, for fuck's sake! Why you done, done, done? Got your, got your pen, Bandy. It's gonna hit you. Andy, you know podcasts involve talking, yeah? Yeah, I know, it's, it's not the right <laughs> medium for me, is it? It's... No. <coughs> yeah. Sit. Good boy, good 